episode 339 for November 2014, and if you're a fan of our podcast and our website, please help us support it by logging on to the front page of SpidermanCrawlspace.com, look for a button on the right-hand side that says support this site via PayPal, and you can help us make sure that we pay the bills and ensure more episodes come out in the future. All right, on with the show, gang. Hey, Crawl Spacers, time to tackle some Season 3 Webbed Warrior Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon reviews with Joel. Well, that, was a, that was a mouthful. That was. <laughs> are, you re- are you ready? We've got a lot of episodes we're going to plow through on Season 3. I wouldn't three. say I'm ever ready for this, Jomo. <laughs> Let's go over the uh, episodes. Do you I, have them in front I, of you? Yeah, I do. We're going to review uh, Agent Venom, which is yep. the third episode of the, of the season. Um, excuse me, pardon me. Um, Cloak and Dagger. You know, and Brad and I, you, you and me, we're love some Bill Matlow Cloak and we Dagger. We are big Cloak and Dagger guys. Yeah. Um, I have every series I've ever appeared in, even the God Awful All New Ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we're going to also look at the next Iron Spider. Yeah. The Vulture. Uh. <laughs> and Savage Spider Man. I'm going to go off. There's going to be some tangents on the Vulture. Oh, man, that was um, – yeah. but uh, we're, we're starting pretty strong with Agent Venom. Let's start there. Well, yeah, before, That's episode three. Before we leap into it. Okay, go ahead. I do want to say that the quality from season three compared to the first two seasons is is much better. The, yeah. the, folk, the, the stories are, are much more focused. We don't have as much chibi crap in there, but we still, we still get it here and there. Um, a, a lot of times they'll get it out of the way at the beginning, mm-hmm. um, but the stories are getting a little deeper. They're more complex and involved than they have been previously. The show was start off, in my opinion, a bit of Spider-Man and his teenage friends. Now I think the show has shifted to a Marvel team-up type show. Yeah, yeah, I can see yeah. that. And um, and someone on our message board or our front page mentioned that you know the the backstory the spider the Peter Parker in school the Aunt May that the was, I think that was uh, Ryan yeah it, and he, they, they that's just kind of gone away. I What's mean, funny it, about that is that yeah. it comes back with these episodes, and in fact, at one point, even Harry or Peter acknowledges, "Man, my friendship with Harry is really suffering right now because of all this hero stuff." Right. So it was it was very meta. You know, it was very. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I laughed when I when I saw Peter say that. Um, but the quality for season three is yeah. much better. And love him or hate him, Steve Wacker is a part of it now. Yeah, and I, you know, yeah. I wonder if the quality is improved because we we we've had our problems with him. But as we we said uh, in previous podcasts, he he got the trains on the track and got them on time. The books came out on time. Yes. Yeah. But um, the the thing is, is yeah, he's he's a producer now. On, right. on these because he moved he, when he left Marvel, uh, he went to Marvel Animation, and of course the other thing that he's working on right now is the Guardians of the Galaxy cartoon. Right, you're excited, which about I that. am excited about. Who did you ever think we'd be sitting around going, "Boy, I'm excited for that new Steve Wagner"? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. By the way, when we start with uh, Agent Venom, uh, there's a character that appeared that's never been in animation before. 
Scarlet Spider? Squirrel, squirrel Girl. Oh, squirrel. No, that was on... Um, that's not Agent Venom. That's uh, Squirrel... Oh, it's no, not? No, that's in uh, Next Iron Spider. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. You're, I'm oh, you're at, jumping ahead. I'm looking at Wikipedia, and you know how reliable they are. <laughs> yeah. All right, my bad. <laughs> Go, take me through Agent Venom. What happens? All right, so an Agent Venom, uh, this, of course, comes after the Loki and Avenger story right. um, that we reviewed on the last one. Um it starts off with him trying to go around the city trying to collect Venom symbiotes. Of course, you know, in this cartoon universe, the symbiote didn't come from space. It's not just one symbiote. It was created in came a, from a huh? Came, came from a toilet. <laughs> it came from yeah, it came from uh, Spidey. first of all from Spidey's ass. Yeah. <laughs> then a toilet, you know. It it's yeah. had an ignominious history. But it um yeah. It's it's not just one symbiote; it's several, and it was it's it's more of a, just a substance. What, re, you went real quick. What was that word you used? Ignominious. <laughs> what the? Wait a minute. I'm not going to let that go. What does that mean? Ignominious. Ignominious. Yeah, it, help me out with that. It, I couldn't even spell it to look it up. What the? <laughs> I'll, I'll look it up and I'll give you the definition, Brad. Okay. For, for me, it's always meant you know less than less than cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Deserving Fonzie Fon- is not ignominious. Deserving or causing public disgrace or shame. Okay, got it. Very nice. And Very nice. Uh, the first time <laughs> I heard ignominious was, I believe, in the Citizen Kane movie. I oh. think it was back when I was in college in film school and I saw Citizen Kane for the first time, and I was like, "Oh my God, what is that? That's it's so right. powerful." <laughs> Same here. That that movie blew my mind. And then I used my context clues to figure out what it meant, and then I went to the dictionary and was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I was right. That's what it meant." Very nice. And, uh, okay, go, go back, back back to college. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's an educational <laughs> podcast now. There you go. <laughs> uh, we would have we would have lost Jr. with his love of Spidey super stories. There's no way that would have ever made it in. <laughs> All right, so uh, back to the story. So, Meanwhile, so it, of- in the cartoon universe, in the in the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon universe, the symbiote's not just one thing. It's it's a substance created by Doctor Octopus, and over the over the last you know couple of seasons, it's kind of gotten everywhere. Yeah. So Spider Man's going around collecting it with his Super Shield Tech wrist symbiote extractor. Don't even. Get, That's totally for the kids. Don't even get me started. Oh, That's totally for the kids. There's so much, so much of uh, he relies so much on Shield stuff. I just I, I can't stand it. I'm like, this is Peter Parker. He's smart enough to do this on his own. He doesn't need all this. He doesn't need, you know, the ability to shoot a current through his webs. That that I don't like. Whenever that stuff pops up, I get I get, I make faces. I'm like, oh, this is not cool. I'm I'm not cool with that. Anyway, that's actually one of my cons, by the way. <laughs> the uh, I've got the, the utility belt of web shooters. Yeah. is what it is. Yeah. So he's going around collecting venom symbiotes, um, and while he's doing that, it's kind of like collecting the coins in Mario Brothers. Venom symbiotes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a that's a trip back memory lane. So uh, that's, what he, that's what he's doing though. But while he's out collecting symbiotes, he comes across the scorpion who's been symbioted. So it's a right. venom scorpion. Okay. Um, which we didn't really see before. We saw the scorpion as Venom, but we didn't see the scorpion as the scorpion. Yeah. We never saw the, ven- the scorpion suit covered in black. Yeah. yeah. 
So <clears throat> Spider-Man is dealing with him, and then the Scarlet Spider <laughs> jumps out to help Spidey. And I guess this happened in one of the episodes that we haven't gotten to yet um, from the earlier seasons, but it turns out that's Flash Thompson. As the Scarlet Spider just put, with, a, just, with a hoodie. Just putting on the stupid-ass hoodie yep. and jumping out there calling himself Scarlet Spider, and I love it. <laughs> I love it. Cause, you know, Poor Zach. Poor I know, Zach. I know Zach's always held it somewhere, and he was like, God, why? <laughs> Probably got drunk. <laughs> uh, we, should, we shouldn't make fun of uh, of our good pal Zach. He's married now. Married, yes. Yeah. So he's going to be a daddy also. So congratulations publicly to Mr. Zach. I know. And, mi- and Mrs. Spidey Dude. And Mrs. – yeah, and Mrs. Spidey Dude. Mrs. Spidey Dude. I know. And baby baby Spidey Kid. How wild is it to, to – Dude, how old are Save we? What things? <laughs> how old are we when that happens? Oh, he, you know, he grows up and he grows up and he grows up. Oh, anyway. Oh my goodness. Anyway, so Scarlet Spider, aka Flash, shows yeah. up with no superpowers and no skills aside from being able to play football. Uh, shows up to help Spidey with the Scorpion, <laughs> with Venom Scorpion. Right. So Spidey spends most of the fight trying to make sure that Flash doesn't get killed. Yeah, which Spider-Man can do that. He's he, he can multitask. He can try to make sure people don't get killed, while at the same time fighting somebody else. Yeah. Um, eventually, he is able to get the Scorpion or the uh, Venom symbiote off of the Scorpion, um, and he thinks he's got all the Scorpion bits cleaned up. But no, a little bit of it snakes itself up Flash's pants leg. <laughs> And as as uh, right. after uh, after the shield agents come and uh, take uh, take Scorpion to to get the help he apparently needs to become a better citizen. There you go. So, um, meanwhile, watching all of this is the Beetle, who I don't know if they've shown in the first two seasons in something that we haven't seen yet. You know, because of course, remember, you know, you and I are also trying to go through the the previous two seasons. Yeah, but we're we're because uh, that's people have asked that we're we're I'm go, we're going to put out the newest stuff first, yeah. and then we're going to try to catch yeah, it. all so. everything this entire thing we're doing right now is all new. Yeah, all new, all season three. So all Beetle season. shows up. How would what do you think of that suit redesign for Beetle? Uh, I don't have the image in front of me. No, I, I wasn't uh, too bugged by it. I mean, does it look like the Ultimate Beetle? I don't know what Ultimate Beetle looks like. Oh, okay. I, I'm not a fan of the Ultimate Spider-Man, so I, I don't have a, a frame of reference. I'm Google imaging it right now. Okay, probably not. Though. Uh, yes, it does look like the Ultimate. Oh, my Beetle. bad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's he's red and gray. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Um, and it, they don't even really tell us if it's Abner Jenkins or not. Well, I, it also looks like the uh, the suit from that Ultimate Spider-Man video game for the PlayStation Two. Though. Again, no frame of reference. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that was a good game. It looked literally like they uh, animated Mark Bagley's art on that. This video may game. shock you. Fun. This yeah. may shock you, but I've yeah. never buy an Ultimate Spider-Man video game. It was good though. <laughs> okay, all right. So, meanwhile, back at the ranch. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it turns out um, uh, Beetle's working for Taskmaster. Taskmaster becomes the main big villain, apparently, of season three. He is. He's recruiting his own team of bad guys. Yes, we're going to see him in every other episode we talk about tonight. Yeah. Um, on the one, I love Taskmaster as a villain. 
Always have. Always thought he's he's a, an extremely interesting villain with uh, really cool abilities, and, and and you know, and he's somebody who can take on an entire team of Avengers by himself. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> so this guy, you know, he's he's no he's no BS plus. It's interesting to put him as a Spider-Man villain, though. Yeah, that was that's that's that seems a bit off. Yeah, but. it's weird that an Avengers villain is the big bad of season three, yeah. but. Season three overall has got better quality. Um, there's a couple of things I really liked in the episodes that we saw. Would it be more effective to have Norman Osborn trying to recruit all these? I no, no, it would not. Or 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 a better designed Ock trying to des- put a Sinister Six together. I mean, that would be more. I don't yeah, know. but a Sinister Six made of teenagers. Yeah, you don't. Want you don't. That. Want. <laughs> anyway, what you gonna do? I don't think we have a, a villain. Spider villain that would have that motivation. Well, you know, they, they could have used uh, Kingsley. Well, there you go. They could have used Kingsley, but uh, Norman is overexposed in this show now. Um, yeah. And plus, it's the crappy version. I know, the Hulk yeah. goblins. Anyway, go ahead. We're going off. Yeah, time. we are. Okay, so anyway, Beetle's working for Taskmaster. So, you know, he goes and, and, and tracks the symbiote. To the high school where Flash and Peter are. And of course, Peter is trying very hard to dissuade, or not Peter, but Spidey was trying very hard to dissuade Flash from being a hero. You know, because he's like, Flash, you're going to get yourself killed. Yeah, give me the suit. You can't handle it. Right. So Beetle winds up attacking the school. Oh, before before we get off track, Harry and Mary Jane make their first appearances in season three. Oh. And uh, I I really don't remember. Yeah. Been about a month since I've seen this episode, but um, it, they're not in it much. Uh, Mary Jane at one point saves Harry by grabbing him and throwing him to the floor when the Beatles attacking. Um, but they are back; they're here. They don't really have much to do in these episodes, and we see Harry more than we do Peter. But um, just FYI, you know, the, the producers apparently haven't forgotten them. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, so Beetle attacks, trying to get the symbiote um, off of Flash. Uh, he goes after Flash and Spidey. You know, uses the uh, oh, uses the uh, the chance to go and and change his suit, and and then has a really cool fight with Beetle in the high school. He, you heard me. I got excited. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> you know, because he he uses his webbing, and at one point he webs he he shoots a web over a Beetle and then slams him. You know. Slams you know brings his arms across and slams into the locker. If I was an artist and I was right and I was drawing Spider-Man, I would have Spider-Man doing this so much, just webbing people and using them as a projectile, <laughs> throwing them around. Yeah, because it looks like it's so much fun, you know. Right. Mm. So they're fighting, and and Spidey manages to put um, Flash in a locker for his own safety, you know, because it, the Beatles after Flash, and they're both wondering, well, why the hell is the Beatles... And, and they put Flash in a locker before, which is kind of funny, which is a role reversal. <laughs> yeah. So, while he's in the locker, the symbiote decides, now's the best time to, you know, to attach myself to Flash. So, you know, because it already, you know, snaked up... I, where did it hide? Where did the symbiote hide? I don't know. Because <clears throat> it, it's it went up his pants leg. <laughs> you have to assume Flash went home and took a shower. Yeah, yeah, you know. So yeah. at one point, where you know where where did the symbiote? Where was it? Don't know. Makes you think. Things that make you go up the butt. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to go there. 
I went, came back with a poster. But we were all thinking yeah. it, right? <laughs> yep. Okay. So out jumps Flash, Venom Flash. Ah, savior of the universe. <clears throat> Excuse me. You okay? You're choking. Well, I've talked a lot. Because <laughs> we did, what, almost an hour fight club? Right. You're losing your vocal cords. Yeah. Anyway. Get some Mountain Dew. Uh, okay, hang on. <laughs> Talk while I get a drink, Brad. Okay, I will just be talking that uh, Mountain Dew is a great beverage. It's produced by PepsiCo. I was hoping you would just... <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so, um, so Flash jumps out. Um... And, you know, of course, then suddenly Peter realizes, oh, crap, Flash has the symbiote, and he actually has powers now, which is even scarier. Um, eventually, you know, he, Spidey tries again. He's like, Flash, you, you shouldn't have this, you know. But at the same time, Flash kind of saves Spidey from the Beetle and gets some good hits in. I mean, without being, you know, really skilled. In hero combat, actually doesn't do bad, right? Against well, the suit, suit's making a lot stronger. Um, and so while Spidey and Flash are arguing, the Beetle escapes, and Flash goes after him. Spidey follows him. They wind up down at the docks, you know. Yeah, I guess like freight docks, you know, where they unload the giant ships, you know, and they take off the containers. Where, where, where a lot of fights happen. <laughs> it's it, it's unique. Because yeah. you see them fighting up on that scaffolding, you know, that, that draws the big containers up. And I was like, I don't think I've ever seen this in a cartoon before. Yeah. You know? I mean, you've seen millions of fights at construction sites. Mm-hmm. But never, I, don't, I don't know we've ever had a, a fight on top of a freight loader or whatever. Except in Iron Man 3. <laughs> oh, was there? Well, yeah, that's where the big battle happened. Remember freights and trains? and I tried to put Iron Man 3 out of my mind. Oh. I only saw it once, and I'm like, yeah, I was disappointed. All right, so uh, Flash is trying to interrogate the Beetle. To, you know, like, you know, why were you coming after me and everything? And then Spider-Man lands next to him, and he's like, you're asking the wrong questions. This guy's a mercenary. Ask who hired him. I don't think the Beetle ever talked this entire episode, by the way. <laughs> um, he never talks in the Ultimate Universe, anyway. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. Yeah, and I don't think he talks in the video game or the comic book, for that matter. Uh, when, as opposed to six one six, he breaks stuff trying to leave the uh, the furniture store. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Spidey, you know, keeps trying to convince Flash to to lose the symbiote, and the two of them wind up fighting. Now, Flash is like, dude, you know. Help! Help! Teach me how to you know teach me how to be a hero. Help me out with this thing. I want to be like you. Right. You know, I want to be like you, like you. Who? who. <laughs> so I, I want your red, red fire, Spider Man. <laughs> and Spider Man's like, or or no, we don't do that, right? Yeah. So meanwhile, um, while they're fighting one another, uh, Taskmaster shows up, knocks them both down with a grenade. Uh, Taskmaster starts to fight Spidey and uh, Venom, Agent Venom. Can we just call him Flash? Sure. Flash winds up fighting Beetle. At one point, while fa- uh, Flash is fighting the Beetle, he tears his chest plate off, puts it on himself, and then uses that as like Venom armor that suddenly has shoulder rockets. Yeah. I guess because the Beetle had them. 
And so, you know, that's the, you know, because Agent Venom in the, in the 616 was more, you know, of a military. Mil- military, yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, we're seeing that here in this version. Um, Taskmaster at one point manages to grapple Venom, and he's going to use a shot glove to try to get the symbiote off of him, but Spider-Man jumps him from above, and uh, Taskmaster runs off like a little girl. Now, I love that Taskmaster in this, by the way, is, Cl- is voiced by Clancy Brown. Mm-hmm. The you know Lex Luthor from Superman cartoons. You know he's been in a billion movies and TV shows. Fantastic actor, great voice actor, and he's the Taskmaster. He's very good at it. Um, Spidey eventually does convince Flash to give up the symbiote, but the symbiote won't go won't leave Flash. So they wind up going back to the helicarrier, and uh, Doctor Connors tells them, "Well, uh, I got good news and I got bad news." The bad news is it's permanently bonded now to Flash's DNA. It's found its perfect host. There's no way you're going to separate these two now. Mm-hmm. And uh, the good news – well, there is no good news. <laughs> <clears throat> so knowing that, Nick Fury has Flash Thompson incarcerated on the helicarrier, and Spider-Man's like, dude, it's Flash. You can't lock him up on the helicarrier. <laughs> you know? Right. He's, he's, Flash is actually – he's not a, a bad guy. And so, you know, he eventually manages to convince Fury to let Flash, you know, he's got to stay on the helicarrier, but he can, you know, he can train there. And, you know, um, it turns out what, what Fury's telling him is like, look, before Coulson went away, Coulson was working on a new list of young heroes to, you know, potentially recruit them for S.H.I.E.L.D. for a new team. Right. And he shows us this huge screen. And on this screen... But no, you're right because you know Squirrel Girl is in this. You're right, Brad, because right. she's on the screen. She's not actually in the episode, but you see right. her on the screen. I, so you're right. Technically, That's, this is the first appearance. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but you got Cloak and Dagger. You got Squirrel Girl, Kazar, Echo from freaking Daredevil, Triton from the Inhumans, and a couple of other people. I know one of them. I think was Amadeus Cho. Right. And uh, who's, who's coming up? There's yeah. another guy who I didn't recognize. Right. But anyway. Um, so Fury's, you know, telling Spider-Man, "Look, you're going to basically have to go around and try to recruit these people, you know, and and try to see if we can pick them up as, as Shield agents." And he calls them the New Warriors. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. He does. <laughs> so these are going to be our animated New Warriors. I guess so. So what's your grade on it, sir? Uh, well, I got to do my pros and cons. Okay, go ahead. Pros. Uh, it did have some good action. It was very kicky punchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary Jane and Harry were back, and you and I have talked before about how well of a of a job they do with Peter and Harry's relationship in this cartoon, and also how well they do with Peter and Norman, or uh, Harry and Norman. Yeah, uh, and also Clancy Brown. Cons, of course, we did have a little chibi stuff early on. The Shield tech is out of control now. Yeah, it, it's dial it back. He is Spider-Man. He is he is smart enough and resourceful enough to be able to do things without having Shield spoon feed him all this stuff. Yeah, and uh, and so my review is a is a B plus. B plus. Yeah, it actually was a pretty good one. I, I didn't mind it as when you compare it to like the Vulture episode we're going to be talking about. Oh. Next one, uh, we're going with Cloak and Dagger. Yes. Now, let's just right off the bat. Yes. As a, as a Cloak and Dagger fan, were you pleased with this episode? 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I, it was okay. It was okay. It was okay. <laughs> That's what you're saying. It was okay. Well, the, the, I didn't like the uh, the the uh, goth Doctor Strange look. Well, you know, they had toned it down from earlier. Yeah, they had, but they, they and I don't know if it's because. <clears throat> They realized that that was, you know, that, that wasn't really the best way to go with the character, or is it there was just that, you know, that we only had so much time with Doctor Strange in this episode, we couldn't, you know, they couldn't show that other stuff. <clears throat> As a Doctor Strange fan, I like this one much better than the other one. Right. But for me, Brad Douglas, for me, yes, sir, this was the best episode since the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, very nice. Very nice. So for me, the three top episodes of this show now were the one with Hulk and, and Zax and Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. The one with the Guardians of the Galaxies, and this one with Cloak and Dagger and Doctor Strange and Iron Fist and the Dread Dormammu. Yeah. O-M-F-G. <laughs> Brad Douglas. Yeah. All right, so now that we've already spoiled the ending, uh, where we're going you know, with the review. <clears throat> um, you, you love this one and tell me how. I did. Why Boy, I really did. I, and I'll tell you when. Well, it starts, off, it starts off with Iron Fist and Spidey. They're supposed to hook up with White Tiger. They're looking to recruit Cloak and – well, they're looking to recruit Dagger, but Fury says, but not Cloak. He's got a bad attitude. And Spidey you – know, so Spidey automatically is like, well, let's not be too hasty. You know, and Cloak, you know, this, this guy may be all right. But White, White Tiger doesn't show up. And why can you have a Cloak without a Dagger? I mean it's just bad, bad feng shui. I know, right? <laughs> so, but but Cloak does show up. Cloak shows up, and out of his, you know, out of the darkness of his body, Cloak stuff comes a, a whole bunch of mindless ones. Do you know what mindless ones are? Uh, they're Doctor Strange villains from Dormammu, aren't they? They're denizens of the dark dimension. The dark dimension, okay. Which yeah. which is controlled by Dormammu. Yeah, and they're basically just mindless killing machines. Yeah. All right. So, but as soon as I saw mindless ones, I freaked because I was like, <laughs> "OMFG, this means Dormammu, which means <laughs> Doctor Strange." Yeah. And already, I mean, I was I, I, my nipples got hard. I could have cut glass. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, I was like, "Wow, I am, I am in." Uh, this is as close to a Doctor Strange cartoon you're going to get. I know, right? Except for yeah. the actual cartoon movie. But aside from that. <laughs> <clears throat> so instantly, I was like, I was, I'm as happy as a little girl. I mean, I was really excited. <clears throat> so it's, all, it's on. Yeah. yeah. So um, they fight the mindless ones, you know, and it's a good fight. But eventually, <clears throat> Cloak is able to pull Iron Fist into his darkness, and he just takes off because Cloak can teleport. And instantly, before Spidey can try to go after them, he gets attacked by Dagger. Who shows up throwing? Now, did you like the dagger Spidey fight? I, I'm having problems remembering it. Honestly, <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's typical superhero stuff. Yeah. <coughs> they, boy, you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> One up the uh, they they changed the dagger costume a little bit too. There's not as much cleavage. No, they kind of cleaned it up for the uh, for the for the for, kid, the, for the, the kitty audience. for the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She she still got. Kind of revealing stuff, but it's covered up like with tights underneath that. Yeah, kind of stuff. But they still got the, you know, her uh, her little the idea of the costume. Yeah, and they still got her little face marking around her eye, 
around Tandy's eye. <clears throat> so I like that. But she, uh, they fight, you know, it's typical hero fight, you know, one, one of them does good, the other one does good, and then they, you know, something happens to stop them. And basically she uses the last of her, of what light power she has available to her at that time to hit Spider-Man with a light dagger to calm him down. So he stops attacking her, and he's like, oh, yeah, I feel good now. Hey, what's up? <laughs> so. You're kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Are you free? <laughs> so, you know, they talk a little bit, and he's like, well, you know, we can go after your friend because, you know, my friend's in this too now. I have to go rescue my friend, and you can trust me. She has trust issues, Brad. Right. Well, she's a runaway. Yes, her and Dagger both, or her and Cloak both, have trust issues. The only two people they trust are one another. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. So they um, they go off uh, trying, you know. And Spidey's like, well, who, who's who's the guy? Who who can help us with this? You know, we've got uh, weird things jumping out of somebody trying to attack us, and guy just got pulled in the darkness. What can we do? Let's go find Doctor Strange. <laughs> <clears throat> because if you're in, you know, if you're on the west side and some bad stuff's going down. Call the good doctor, yeah. Now, where are you going to go? Because the Ghostbusters are a different dimension. So <laughs> they head to uh, Doc's Sanctum Sanctorum, Brad. Yep. Where, where Doctor Strange lives. And they find Doctor Strange is being attacked by mindless ones, and Cloak is in the room. Mm-hmm. Cloak is going after Doctor Strange. I mean, WTF? Just wave after wave after wave after wave of mindless ones are coming out of uh, out of cloak towards Doctor Strange. <clears throat> now, mindless ones, there's not a finite amount of these dudes. You could literally just throw these guys on here for the next ten years. <laughs> <laughs> and Doctor Strange is quickly getting overwhelmed because just just so many, you know, damn many of them. Right. So, Spidey and Dagger show up. They turn the tide a little bit early on, but then eventually Cloak absorbs Doctor Strange. <laughs> just like he did <laughs> just like he did Iron Fist. And while Doctor Strange is getting absorbed, he manages to throw the eye of Agamotto, which apparently, by the way, also controls now the cloak of levitation, throws them at Spider Man. And, yeah. and and then Spider Man grabs the eye and then suddenly he is the Spider Supreme. And then they got to the the, uh, the cloak and etc. Yes, I'm remembering it now. Now, the purist in me is like, well, this is a total misrepresentation of Doctor Strange's power of his power set. Yeah, but it's for the kids. But, I know. <laughs> and, and, but it's but it's also for the kids. And at the same time, the story was moving along, and I was enjoying it so much that I didn't care. Right. But in in re- I say in reality, that which is is a funny thing to say when you're talking about comic books. Um, exactly. The Eye of Agamotto, it chooses who the Sorcerer Supreme is. You don't get to just grab it and say, oh, I got this now. It has to choose you. <laughs> and but anyway, so Spider-Man puts it on, and suddenly he's got the cape and the eye. He's able to shoot magic webs. Suddenly, instantly, yeah. he's just like a, a master of magic just by having the eye. And I'm like, oh, it didn't work out that way, but whatever. It's comics or it's comic cartoons. It, and you know, Totally cartoon. Yeah. <clears throat> so he manages to use the eye of Agamotto to transport them to the dark dimension where they find Cloak. And 
Spider-Man at that time, you know, he's able to go inside of Cloak. And Cloak is being controlled, by the way, this entire time. He's always had, like, little energy things around his eyes, showing you that he's yeah. being controlled by Dormammu. In fact, Dormammu uh, himself popped up briefly during the fight in, in the Sanctum Sanctorum, you know, and announced his presence. This is Dormammu. And I was so glad it was actually him and not, you know, some kind of new ultimatized version or something like that, you know. You could actually look at it and say, oh, no, it's Dormammu. It looks like him. So I was happy about that. Um, <clears throat> uh, dagger gives Spider-Man a light dagger, which I don't know that her powers work that way, but whatever, to use uh, inside Cloak. And inside of Cloak... Mm, what do you, what are you sipping on by uh, the way? Coke Zero. Coke Zero, there you go. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh my god. You you try talking through five cartoon review. You you uh, <laughs> you're you're clogged up. Oh my gosh. Well no, it's not that. It's that my, my throat gets dry. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, so. Um we're, oh no, he goes inside, he talks to Cloak. Cloak is inside himself. Which is weird. Right. I mean that's just what this is what I do on a Saturday night. <laughs> but he's able to use um, Dagger's light light dagger that she gave to him to give him enough energy that he can fight back against being mind-controlled by Dormammu. Yeah. And suddenly he's okay again. He's back to normal. And then he tells them, oh, they've got the White Tiger also. So Spider-Man's like, i got to save two of my friends, you know, <clears throat> and we gotta, you know, we got to get find a way to get out of here. And mm-hmm. we gotta find, we gotta, we got to rescue Doctor Strange. So the three of them uh, use Doctor Strange's uh, Eye of Agamotto and the cloak, and they wind up going, penetrating Dormammu's fortress. Inside Dormammu's fortress, there's just an unending army of mindless ones. And you you see uh, – or they finally – they see uh, Doctor Strange, and it's cool because mind-controlled evil Doctor Strange under Dormammu's control, they use the costume – from the brief period in Doctor Strange, oh, when cool. he had made the world forget that it was him and everything else, and you know he had the, the midnight midnight sun stuff. Yeah, he had the full mask on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, and I like that Doctor Strange look. I mean, I prefer the yeah. classic one, but I really do like that that version. Yeah. So, um, you know, he looks like that, and then they've got uh, Iron Fist and White Tiger are also there, and they're all under Dormammu's control. So, at first, the hero, you know, the the first thing they got to do is they got to you know try to help their friends. Free them up. Um, Dagger manages to uh, purify uh, White Tiger and Iron Fist so that they're not mind-controlled anymore. Then they have to face Doctor Strange and Dormammu together. And Dormammu is perfect. Oh, my God, I was so happy. (laughs) And then Dormammu reveals that he has the siege parallels, and he pulls it out, and I just about crap my pants. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, they're throwing siege parallels. Siege Perilous, huh? From the X-Men, I remember. They're throwing everything into this goddamn story, man. I was like, what the Isn't hell? Isn't that what the X-Men jumped through yes. to make everybody forget? Yes, yeah. back in like 88. Yeah, no doubt. Siege Perilous. Oh, my God. I was like, wow. You know, it was somebody did their homework. It was, yeah, yeah, it was really cool. And you know, I was like, what's next? The Iron Fist going to whip out the ultimate nullifier? <laughs> you know, are we just going to try to, try to you know, show who's got the bigger, who's got the bigger mystical object? Yep. So it was really cool to see, and um, so you know, as you will, more fighting erupts. Uh, Iron Iron Fist and and White Tiger try to keep Dormammu busy while uh, Dagger and uh, Cloak try to work on Doctor Strange, and eventually 
Dagger's able to purify him, and then the eye immediately returns to Doctor Strange, which is which is appropriate. Yes. And then Strange lays some serious smack down on Dormammu. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh. I was. I was like, ah. Oh. Heaven. I'm in heaven. Smoking a cigarette. I was like, this is the best. <laughs> I am. I'm in the zone right now. Um, Spidey, Strange schools him, you know, starts, starts beating him up with magic. Spidey manages to grab the Siege Perilous, and they escape through Cloak back to Doctor Strange's Sanctum Sanctorum. It's, whisk, it's risky, though, because part of Cloak is going to have to stay behind in the Dark Dimension for them to escape. Okay. But Doctor Strange is like, no, I think I can shield him once we get to the other side. Unfortunately, they were wrong, and Dormammy comes, <laughs> as, I, as I wrote down here in my notes, Dormammy <laughs> comes through Cloak, and now Dormammu is on Earth inside the Sanctum Sanctorum. That's bad. That is a bad deal, That's yeah. very bad and shouldn't be happening. Um, <laughs> but immediately, Spider-Man grabs the Eye of Agamotto from Doctor Strange so that he can use the magic webs again. He, he webs up Dormammu with magic, and then they're able to send him back through Cloak and save Cloak. Right. I mean, just crazy. This, this whole <laughs> stuff going on all over the place in this episode. Yeah, dude. <clears throat> so, with that, with that out of the way, Spidey and Iron Fist and White Tracker try to recruit Cloak and Dagger. They give them little shield cards and say, hey, when you're ready, come talk to us. And then as soon as they leave, here comes Taskmaster, and it turns out Cloak and Dagger have been working for Taskmaster. Yep. And, and he says, they just want to use you as, you as a weapon. I told them, or I told you that you can't trust anybody but me. And they break their little shield identity cards. And I was like, no, no. A plus. <laughs> a plus, wow. A plus this episode got for me. Very nice. I was a happy Doctor Strange fan, boy. <laughs> I really was. I was a happy Cloak and Dagger fan. I was a happy Doctor Strange fan. Happy Dormammu fan. It was raining when. Are you a happy Spider-Man fan? No. <laughs> I knew well, it. from this episode, in this, in this episode, yeah, yeah. No, Peter, Peter did a good job in here. They actually, okay. there's moments where they handle the character very well in here. This, this is one of the better done episodes. It yeah. really was. And again, this has been my favorite episode since... Um, um, since the Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy episode in season two. Cool. Uh, All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> pros? Huh? Pros and cons. We've kind of already listed a bunch of them. Um, <clears throat> the action is nonstop. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. a sucker for the magic stuff, and even though they didn't handle it exactly right, you know, I, I put that aside. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be anal-retentive about that today because Dormammu. <laughs> and it looks like Dormammu, and it's Doctor Strange, yeah. and he looks enough like Doctor Strange, and I'm just I'm giddy right now. So I put that I put I, I took all that anal retention and said no, not today. Put it in a little box, put it across the room, and I was like, okay, let's just it's on. So I had a very very good time watching that episode. <clears throat> cool. All right. <clears throat> any, any, any cons? Just the misrepresentation of of. The club. Yeah, uh, yep. and that stuff. But again, I, I put that in a box and was like able to kind of put yeah. it away. So, so a lot of times, if I'm enjoying the cartoon, something yeah. that should bug me, I'm able to kind of compartmentalize it. Yeah. Like now, stuff. There's there are some things that cannot be compartmentalized. One of them is is Norman. Yeah. Just right. can't do it. Sorry. Another one is going to be. Well, we'll talk about that one later on when we talk about the vulture. <laughs> 
Next one is the next Iron Spider-Man. Yes, and it starts off with Squirrel Girl kicking Juggernaut's ass. Exactly. <laughs> By the way, you're going to pick up the new Squirrel Girl comic? Who would have ever thought that would be a thing? No, I don't think so. I, after I saw the artwork today on the uh, Newsarama, I'm, I'm good. Who's writing it? I don't know. Some guy I've never heard of. Oh, well, there but. you go. <laughs> now, um, <clears throat> I, this is the fifth episode of season three we're talking about. It is, about. yes. Um, Peter is out having lunch with Aunt May, and he's thinking, you know, something always happens when Aunt May, you know, when I'm having, trying to spend time with Aunt May. And I'm always. They can never have a peaceful lunch. No. They? He's like, I'm always trying to come up with excuses, you know. <clears throat> and. Uh, this time, so Juggernaut, you know, starts rampaging down the street, you know, because nothing stops the Juggernaut. Because I'm the Juggernaut bitch. And uh, and then before Peter can jump into action, well, he, he manages to change into Spider-Man, but not before Squirrel Girl shows up and takes down Juggernaut with an army of squirrels. <laughs> now, those of you listening who may not be familiar, because a lot of times we have Spider-Man fans who aren't as familiar with the rest of the Marvel Universe. Like the the Man-Thing Fight Club we did. Like, I'm not the biggest Man-Thing expert or or Squirrel Girl. However, Squirrel Girl co-created by Steve Ditko. (coughs) Yes. Yeah. And now, so some of you listening may not be familiar with Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl is created as kind of a, kind of an off-panel do-sex, you know, magina. Where she has defeated some of the most powerful Thanos villains in the Marvel Universe. Doctor Doom, Thanos. Yeah. Here she takes out Juggernaut. She she cannot be stopped. She, she's unstoppable, and her only power is controlling squirrels. It's just nuts. No. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I quit. I'm ruining my voice on this podcast. You're drinking puns. Exactly. You who have to talk like an eighth of what I talk. You 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 said that's my mutant power, the power of puns. I, I did I say it was your mutant power, or did, well, no, or did I say that that it? You said you've met a lot of people, and no one can is as punny as I. No am. one works in the medium like you do. You raise it to an art form. <laughs> you, it's it, it's like a canvas, and and you're just going to punt it up. <laughs> yes, that's true, and, and it's you. funny. Thank you. Um, because they were now because if I was if I was in the Marvel universe and my mutant power was puns, I'd be killed in episode issue one. You would have been killed by your own side. <laughs> your own teammates would have killed you. <laughs> Speedball would have kicked me out. It's like I just can't take but it. But yeah, it, no, it's funny because I follow you on Facebook. We're friends on Facebook, right? And I'm I also follow uh, your alter ego reporter page. Yeah, and you use puns. Do I really? Oh yes, and I noticed it the other day, and I forgot. What I, I forgot do? what it is now, but I saw it, and I was like, "God, he never stops." <laughs> Tick tock, you don't. Stop. I forgot it because earlier today I saw the dick picture. Excuse me. The the one that your wife posted. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute! Please, please give some context to that. Please, please. I I don't ever edit things out, but I might have to edit this out. What? <laughs> All right, Brad's wife today posted a picture <laughs> on Facebook. Oh, my Lord. It was the two of them drinking drink. – where do you get these drinks? Uh, at a restaurant where they – what they do is they abbreviate – they write on your styrofoam cup what you got. So, <laughs> so Brad's drinking on the left side. Mrs. Crawlspace is drinking on the right side. 
Yeah. And Brad's drinking a Diet Coke, which they've abbreviated as DCK on Brad's <laughs> cup, except for whatever reason, it looks like they wrote Dick. <laughs> because I guess like the, the period is too long between them or something. Something. It, it looks, looks like, like Dick. It does. <laughs> and over on Mrs. Crawlspace site, she's drinking sweet tea, which is SWT for sweet. Right. She's like, I see a recurring pattern here, and I'm like, whoa, she just called you a dick on your Facebook page. Well, no, hers looked like it said slut with the sweet tea. Oh, I thought it was saying sweet. I didn't I didn't see slut. No, it looks like That's the, horrible. Slut. <laughs> I, know. I thought it was say, I thought it was her way of saying you're a dick, and I'm, I'm you know, a sweetheart. T- take a look at the picture. It looks like dick and slut. And I, I, almost, I almost sold you out for the Riddler thing <laughs> from, from from last month. Oh, a couple podcasts ago. Yeah, yes, anyway. I drive from this month. Pardon me. We're, we're off the rails. We're off the rails. Everyone else is like, so Squirrel Girl, huh? So Squirrel Girl. It's, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so. You had, you had to take a divergent to bust my nuts, yeah. Which is weird because she's on the list of people to recruit, and Spider-Man talks to her and then just lets her go. Yeah. And she's like, Dude, I just took out Juggernaut. I don't need any help. Being a- You'd be at the top of my list, baby. Yeah, and he's like, but yeah, you also took out a city block. You know, you could learn to use it a little bit better. And she's like, whatever, I'm your friendly neighborhood squirrel girl, bye. And he's like, dude, you're ripping off my shtick. <laughs> you know? So Squirrel Girl makes her official debut. <clears throat> what, what did you think of that? What did you think of, of – of, Oh, I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was very Do you funny. remember the Fight Club we did mm-hmm. where it was Squirrel Girl versus Doomsday? <sighs> Barely. It almost broke Fight Club in half. There were people threatening. <laughs> Who won? Who won? Uh, Doomsday won, won by one vote. I think it was like 21 to 20 or something like that. It was heated. Yeah. It, I mean, it got hot in there. There were people saying, if Squirrel Girl wins, I have to walk away from Fight Club forever. <laughs> I can't be part of this anymore if this yeah. happens. But you couldn't deny the list of people she'd taken down. Yeah. This, these are facts. These things happened. Yeah. So, But in the end, yeah, Doomsday apparently won. I guess you can't be Doomsday. I guess not. Anyway, <laughs> so that's that's her. That's her. Really, she's done now. She just showed up, kicked Juggernaut's ass, and she's off. She's gone. Peace out. Uh, meanwhile, taking my squirrels and my nuts and going home. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> meanwhile, back at the high school, they're doing a fundraiser. Stan walks in. He's the principal now that uh, Agent Coulson has departed. I guess they haven't really explained, or uh, maybe they did, and I missed it. While Coulson's not there. I guess you know. I, I, I guess in behind the scenes, it's because he has a giant show he's having to be part of. You know, maybe yeah. he doesn't have time to do the, the voice work. But uh, anyway, Stan Lee is the new principal. Yeah. How cool was that? That was very cool. Very Stan cool. Lee was the principal. I was like, yes, I like this. <clears throat> and Spidey or Peter has brought the Iron Spider suit. He loaned it from, uh, or no, the one that Tony gave him. And he's showing that off, and he's going to charge kids a buck. Take a picture with him. <laughs> and Fury has told Peter to recruit Amadeus Cho. Now, um, did you read the issues of Hercules where, where we first really meet Amadeus Cho and get to know him? I, I, I did, but I lost <clears throat> interest towards the end. Oh, huh, okay. I did. But Amadeus Cho I thought was the most interesting thing out of the Hercules book. Yeah, he was very interesting. Yeah. They're like the seventh smartest dude in the Marvel Universe or something. Yeah. Here he's just annoying. 
because he's younger than Peter because he apparently skipped grades because he's so smart and has things already yeah. patented and whatnot. Yeah. So there's like a there's like a Newman Seinfeld thing happening between Peter and uh, and um, and Cho. Amadeus. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Hello, Cho. Hello, Joe. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> you know, I like that they have a rivalry, and you know, uh, Peter was number one at math and science until this guy got there, transferred in. Right. But Fury's like, screw it, I want this guy on board. <laughs> and Peter's like, but he's so he's horrible, he's insufferable. Anyway, so Stan shows back up and starts taking out the Iron Spider suit, and he says, "Yeah, Nick Fury showed up and said that." Uh, you can't have it here. Sorry, it's just too dangerous. And so Peter's like, wait a minute, what, what is Fury doing here? So Peter goes out in the hallway, then suddenly notices something is amiss in the janitorial closet, opens it up, and oops, there's Stan tied up on the floor. <laughs> so immediately, what, what are we thinking? Oh, God, Taskmaster is stealing this thing. Right. Sure enough, Spider-Man runs out on the lawn. And, and has a fight with Taskmaster, who is disguised as Stan Lee. So for the first time ever that I'm aware of, <laughs> Spider-Man is battling Stan Lee. Yes. And Stan Lee is using, is fighting like Taskmaster. It is awesome. I know, but to the, do you think the average kids know who Stan Lee is? Dude, come on. I, I guess they do. Yeah. Come to think of it. Yeah. Here's the thing. All the kids that, you know, their parents... Take him to see this stuff. They they tell him who Stan is because the parents ha- they have memories like you and me, Brad. All right, you know. Come to think of it, when I was eight or nine, I knew who the guy voicing the Amazing Friends was. Well, he starts off, "Hey, it's me, Stan Lee." I, I and yeah, I'm like, "Oh yeah, Spider Man is uh, one of two daddies, <laughs> right?" Exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, kids aren't that dumb. Dude is in his nineties, and I'm just glad that he is still active and and doing stuff like this. Me too. I Me really too. am. I love seeing it. Yep. So, yep. anyway, it's fun, you know, for a while. He's fighting Stan Lee. Yeah. And then eventually his disguise comes off, and, it, you know, it's fighting the Taskmaster. Um, Nova and Luke Cage jump in at one point, and then the Iron Spider jumps in, and it turns out it's Amadeus Cho, who's taken, yep. uh, who's jumped into the uh, Iron Spider armor and is telling Spider-Man, I can use this better than you ever could. You know, I so just step off. But the the two of them, they're fighting. They're going back to you know back and back. And eventually, they they're fighting Taskmaster. Some a part of a building collapses on top of them. They try to dig him out, and they you know he's gone. He's escaped. He's not there anymore. Spider Man is demanding the the Iron Spider suit back. Amadeus shows like suck it. <laughs> they're saying no, it's not going to happen. And uh, <clears throat> when Taskmaster shows back up. He manages to upload some sort of virus into yeah. uh, into the armor that starts making Amadeus or making the suit attack Spider-Man while uh, Nova and Cage try to fight Taskmaster very ineffectually. And uh, you know, so so Spidey basically has to tell uh, Amadeus Cho, "Hey, you know, take control back by rebooting it, and it's helping him defeat the virus." And uh, eventually Taskmaster escapes again. He sets the armor to self-destruct. He takes off. Spidey and Cho are able to override the self-destruct. And um, they have a discussion afterward. And Amadeus Cho is like, you know, I guess you're right. I shouldn't have this. And then Spidey's like, you know what? I don't really use it. Keep it. 
you know, and hey, I'm I'm recruiting for a new thing called the New Warriors, you know, maybe you should be in on it. Mm-hmm. So he recruits Amadeus Joe. So um, review, I gave this one a B. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the Iron Spider suit. I've always said I don't like the Iron Spider suit. It's one of those things I can't compartmentalize. I just, I've never liked it because to me it means Civil War, and I hated Civil War. Um, love seeing Squirrel Girl. Yeah. Love seeing Stan as the new principal. Love seeing Stan fight Spidey. Uh, but the the episode itself overall was just kind of flat. So what was your grade again? B. B. All right, we're gonna take uh, uh, a <laughs> we're gonna go severely south with this next one. <laughs> oh boy. Episode six of season three, The Vulture. Oh my! Wow. One of the, I think this is one of the worst episodes of the whole series. You know, at this point, we've had fifty-eight episodes of this cartoon. You know, Brad. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I don't have a frame of reference for Ultimate Vulture. Uh, if he's ever been done before, I don't know. No, uh, no. I always say he's old, even in the Ultimate Universe. But I I could be wrong. Okay. So. Anyway, when I when I saw it, I'm like, this has never been done before. This is totally taking a Ditko, uh, Stanley creation, oh, yeah. just using the name, just crapping all over it. Yeah, yeah. Um, very disappointing. It's another thing. Again, like I said, you know earlier, I can't compartmentalize. Um, basically, for for those of you who have seen it, you know what we're talking about. If you haven't, Man. you don't care about spoilers. Would you agree this is one of the worst episodes of the series? It, from a storytelling standpoint, it's okay, but what they've done to the Vulture is unforgivable. Right. I mean, just a, a classic, classic villain. You know, and you and I have talked about we don't like the way that they've done Norman. We don't like the way they've done Doctor Octopus. Oh hell no! But this this takes it to a new level. They basically take Adrian Toomes, who is a angry, bitter, creepy old man, and they have turned him into a goth, emo teenager who, oh, also physically transforms into a human-vulture hybrid. You know, I originally thought they were going to do, like, the vomiting vulture or something like that when I first started watching the episode. I'm like, oh. Yeah. I mean, that would have been better. (laughs) I was kind – I was curious about how they would handle this, and when I I finally watched this episode, I was like, are you shitting me? Did you notice one of the chibis was the original vulture? (laughs) Yes, I did. Like like in line trying to get food or something like that or getting a sandwich or something, which which made it all the more sad, you know. So, but yeah, I mean that's that's who it is. It's the episode starts off with uh, Jay Jonas Jameson talking about a, a new costume menace, the Vulture, who's capturing crooks across yeah. the city, and uh, Taskmaster, of course, wants to recruit him. Uh, Spidey manages to stop him from kidnapping a thief, and then manages to track him down to one of uh, Doctor Octopus's old layers. Looked like in the Chrysler Building. Um, he, he gets in there. He's attacked by Doc's old security system, and then he finds Vulture in a stasis chamber, and it's a emo teen goth with – looked like he was wearing mascara. Had the long hair, the long black hair and everything. Oh, it was just – oh, my god. I was like, dude, is this, is this the Vulture or is this like, you know, like a – you know, I don't know. It, it was embarrassing kind of. It, it was. 
Especially for long-time spider fans. Oh, yeah. So <clears throat> inside the stasis chamber, Vulture transforms once he's, once he's awoken by Spidey. Uh, his feet turn into claws, bird claws. Oh. His, he gets a beak. His eyes turn into bird eyes. He can scream really loud. Oh, it's just dreadful. Dreadful. <laughs> he uses sonic powers to escape from Spider-Man. Spidey goes after him. Um, and I'm going to get through this one as quick as possible because I don't... Please. <laughs> and uh, Taskmaster shows up, interfaces with Dr. Octopus's computer to download you know, the information that Dr. Octopus had on the Vulture. Turns out the Vulture was part of a big program that Dr. Octopus is working on you know, combining animal-human DNA. So Taskmaster you know, gets all the files on Vulture while... Uh, Spidey runs off to, uh, to talk to Harry, you know, and try to find out what uh, Norman's company has on this. Since you know, Doctor Octopus is working for Norman, and they find out, you know, the scope of what was happening. Find out that there was in fact a kangaroo man who also showed up earlier as a, as a chibi. Yeah, and then the vulture attacks the office looking for Norman. Uh, winds up kidnapping Harry. Spider-Man goes after him. Manages to uh, save Harry, and then he and the Vulture have a sort of a sit-down talk to, you know, about how he's just lashing out because he's so confused, and I don't know who I am, and did I have a life, and blah, 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 blah. Everybody hurts. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, I expected Spider-Man to say, stop, don't cut yourself, we'll go to the, you know. <laughs> so they wind up going, Spider-Man takes him to the, to the S.H.I.E.L.D. helicarrier. It was at this point when Spider-Man stops in the helicarrier and says, you know, my friendship with Harry is really suffering because he had just seen Harry as Spider-Man, not as Peter, and he had kept he kept ignoring uh, Harry's calls on his cell phone because he was busy with hero stuff. And, you know, he kind of feels bad about it. And I, was, I was glad they addressed that. That was the one bright spot of this whole episode, you know? Yeah. Anyway, they get inside the shield helicarrier to go talk to Dr. Octopus. And then suddenly Dr. Octopus is able to use, you know, subliminal implanted verbal commands, which I think was something like carry on feed or something like the feeder or something like that, to basically make the vulture vulture out and go nuts. And mm-hmm. sort of make him, you know, amenable to uh to Dr. Octopus's verbal commands. So he does this, he vultures out, he fights Spidey, he frees Dr. Octopus from the helicarrier. <clears throat> Carries him off. Spider-Man goes after him. Eventually, talks sense into him again, and then Vulture wants to kill Doctor Octopus. And so do the viewers. Yes, everyone. <laughs> the viewers are like just everybody. Everybody could die. Every, everybody, Doc Ock and Vulture, right. all please die. Yes. So, um, he, you know, uh, they Spider-Man winds up, you know, stopping him. Shield takes Doctor Octopus back into custody, and you know Spider-Man gives his Shield pitch, "Hey, come join our team, Bird Guy." And uh, he refuses. He's like, "No, I got to find out who I am." And as soon as Spider-Man leaves, who comes away? Who, who walks in? Taskmaster comes in, and you know tries to recruit Vulture, luring him with the fact that he knows something of his past because he calls him Adrian. This is straight up an awful episode. What they did, yeah. you know, and I've talked before. They even took his name, Adrian. What I, and I've talked before, Brad, about how I didn't like. One of the reasons I didn't like the Spectacular Spider-Man cartoon was a lot of the changes they made. You know, 
to some of the characters. And I, I always pointed out I hated what they did with the Vulture. Because for me, the Vulture looked almost like he was like a ripoff of the Monarch from the Venture Brothers. I just didn't like the redesign. It was exponentially better than what we had in this. Far yeah. and away better yeah. than what we had here. Awful. Awful. Is there any, any pros out of this issue? Uh, I mean, There was, there was so some action in it. I mean, my, I the guess. one pro I really had was that Peter acknowledged that his relationship with Harry was suffering because of his, you know, hero duties, and then he winds up going back to Harry's place with a bunch of movies, and then you know they have a, a crappy horror, film, almost like you and I would do over Chucky movies. <laughs> you know, nice. load up on a bunch of crap snacks that are horrible for us, and just you know chill out watching yeah. bad horror movies. Bacon and Chucky, hell yeah! But the Shield Tech, if I lived in Texas, would be on exactly. <laughs> Yeah, all the time. So the, but the shield tech was through the roof. You know, he had wrist GPS, eye lamps, chest lamps, a jet pack for F's sake. Yeah. Just, no, awful. Uh, review F. Yeah. F. A thousand times F. This was dreadful. I, I concur. Just horrible. Mm. Horrible. Horrible uh, episode. Yeah. We've got one last one for to round up this episode. Uh, episode number seven, The Savage Spider-Man. We're going to the Savage Land with uh, Kazar, Zabu, Craven, uh, Taskmaster, and Wolverine. Yes. Who, That's a big old Marvel team. I up. know. This is another action-packed episode, uh, you know, yeah. like we saw uh, earlier with uh, Cloak and Dagger. You know, it's like – it's misleading, you know, Cloak and Dagger. Oh, and then like half these other people that you've seen like in the series of you know, I mean, just yeah. – they surprise you with who they bring in. I didn't know Craven was going to be in this. I saw Craven. It's like, oh my god, it's Craven! You know, and they did a good job with Craven. Well, sort of. The story kind of goes wonky towards the end, but we'll get to that. Yeah. So, uh, Spidey, uh, of course, you know, one of the people that was on uh, Coulson's list was Kazar down on the Savage Land. Um, of course, Kazar, Lord Kevin Plunder. Um, who has lived his entire life in the set. He, basically, he's Tarzan. He, basically, he's the Marvel Tarzan. Exactly. And his best friend, who he calls brother in this episode, is Zabu, Zabu. a saber-toothed tiger. Yep. Um, no no Shanna anywhere to be seen. No, not in this. No, she was not. Shanna, uh, the she-devil, is not in here. Mm -hmm. So Spidey heads down to the Savage Land uh, to recruit Kazar, and he takes along a guide who is Wolverine. Yeah. Figures, you know, if I'm going to be out here having to track people, I should take the world's best tracker. Why not? Instantly, they're attacked by giant bugs, huge dinosaurs, including a pterodactyl, a T-Rex. Spider-Man found T-Rex in this. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. But he's he's terrified of all the blood-sucking, uh, the huge bugs, and you know they got they got bugs there the size of Great Danes, you know, <laughs> and it's freaking Spider-Man out. Yeah. Um, Kazar shows up. They fight. Uh, as as you will in a cartoon when heroes are meeting each other for the first time. Just like in team-ups. Yeah, exactly like in team-ups. Um, but then eventually they stop. Him and Wolverine kind of battle to a standstill, which made me laugh because Wolverine's yeah. got like his claws, you know, around uh, around Kazar's head, you know, with like the middle one retracted, you know, like he's, you know, just to trap him. And then Kazar yeah. has got like a dagger pointed at Wolverine's ribs, and I'm like, who's got who in check here, really? <laughs> Let's do the math here. Let's stop a minute. Right. Come on now. But anyway, uh, you know, in that moment, Spider-Man's able to say, "Hey, look, you know, same team, same team," and uh, you know that he's trying to recruit him and everything. And and Kazar's like, "Look, I have to find my brother Zabu, 
And they're like, what the hell? We haven't heard anything about a brother. All right, whatever. You know, if that's what it takes, we'll help you find your brother. Yeah. So they track Zabu, and they see Zabu. Of course, Zabu is a giant saber-toothed cat and held in a trap. And instantly, um, Kazar springs into action down there. He's going to try to free his quote-unquote brother. You know, even Wolverine's like, no, kid, wait, stop. Don't do this. Because it's instantly, you know, they all three get down there, and it's a trap. It's a trap. Yeah, Spider-Sense never kicks in, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> but the trap, you know, gets sprung. They're all in a net. And then here comes Taskmaster and Craven. And I saw Craven. I was like, oh, my God. I was glad Craven wasn't some jackassy version of Craven. No, you look good. It was actually Craven. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. You know, Craven. So uh, the heroes managed to get out, but not before um, – uh, Craven hits him with a uh, – he fires darts at him, and uh, all the dart Spider-Man manages to knock all the darts out with his webbing except for one that hits him right in the chest and turns him into a giant man-spider hybrid. Yeah, just like uh, the, the DeFalco issues back in 400 right. issues Suddenly he, of Amazing. He's got a spider head. You know, he's got six arms, six hairy arms, yeah. and he's running around the jungle. He, he beats the crap out of Kazar and Wolverine. He has some funny, uh, just some silent comedy, too, that I'm trying to remember. It's been a couple weeks since I watched it, but I remember chuckling several times. Well, he gets in a fight with a T-Rex. Yeah, he, that he was He knocks funny. out the T-Rex. That was funny. And then builds a fire yeah. to try to cook the T-Rex <laughs> and then just puts the T-Rex's yeah. tail over this tiny-ass fire. <laughs> it's it's just like a little Charlie Chaplin bit where it's just it's <laughs> are you, all are you saying. Are you saying that that I guess not. That, that Savage Spider Man is is the little tramp? I guess so. <laughs> I, I just uh, when I think of silent comedy, I think of Charlie Chaplin. But it was just there's no dialogue; it's just all physical. Humor. Savage Spider Man is also a biter. <laughs> he is a he biter. Wolverine. Wolverine's like, who even does that? What are you doing? <laughs> you know? Did were you chuckling at the little the the funny? I was rolling my eyes. No, I was like, no. oh no, I, I was liking it. I was, that was my favorite. I mean, it part was of the funny, episode. but at the same time, I I could I could do with less slapsticky stuff under Spider. I want I want the funny moments to come from Spider Man when he's fighting somebody. Okay, I want the Peter Parker stuff handling of his relationships a little more serious. I don't need somebody trying to cook a T Rex's tail over a fire. I meant for the T Rex to wake up and basically go running off like a like a dog. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I, <laughs> I really uh, did. You're easily amused, Brad. Uh, I guess I am. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, oh God, now I'm thinking of I'm thinking of the way the T Rex ran off. It I'm is funny. I just I don't want to see it in this. Does that make sense? <laughs> I guess. I mean, <laughs> it's just it, like look at Batman and Robin. Yeah. You know the the Joel Schumacher the you know the last. Of the original Warner Brothers films, mm-hmm. had a lot of you know funny little one-off gags in it. Do they need to be in there? Um, the "Don't Leave Home Without It" card, yeah, no. no, no. All right, so yes, on the one hand, funny. On the other hand, no. Would have rather not out of out of place. Yeah, very out of, out of place. I did. I, I disagree, but alas, <laughs> there you go. Anyway. I think it was one humor bit that worked. <laughs> I know. I mean, it was funny. It's just, I, I, I just, I, I kind of wanted to see a, a different story. I guess I wanted it to be yeah. a little more serious. The Cloak and Dagger one was very serious. 
Right. This one, you know, Cloak and Dagger didn't have anybody trying to cook a T-Rex tail. <laughs> While the thing was still alive. It was just so caveman-ish. Yeah. You know? Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, eventually, Wolverine and Kazar uh, catch up with him. And uh, the only cure for this jungle poison that turns you into a half-beast is some sort of prehistoric skunk gland. So they basically shove a live prehistoric skunk yeah. into Spider-Man's mouth and then make it spray. Yeah, that that was funny too, I thought. <laughs> Again, because I was rolling my eyes thinking, really? This is what we want to, we want to waste time Br- Brad's over here rolling on the floor laughing. I thought that was Because hysterical. here's the thing. They could have taken the time that all that was happening in and explained the other part of Craven stuff that they just kind of throw in at the end. You know what I'm talking about? Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. All right. So, because Craven's not just in this for the giggles, you know, he's not just working for Taskmaster. There's something that Craven wants, and it's related to the saber tooth cat. Anyway, so they manage to, you know, they manage to save Spidey and transform, you know, transform him back to normal. He wakes up, you know, they're on the shield jet flying back because they're following Taskmaster and Craven and Zabu in another jet. You know, they're headed to New York City. And uh, and Spider-Man wakes up. He's like, "Why are there holes in my outfit? Why do I smell like this?" And Wolverine's like, "You know, it's it's best best left unsaid. You know, best best that you don't know." Uh, missiles are exchanged between the two jets as they head towards New York, um, and eventually uh, the ship with uh, or the second jet with Wolverine, Kazar, and Spidey gets hit, and it's going to crash land, and. Uh, Wolverine says, okay, anybody that doesn't have a mutant healing power, you might want to fail right now. <laughs> that was pretty funny. No, that was that was cool, but that was that that worked without having to go out of their way and do a slapstick thing. That actually made sense. Because I was already <laughs> thinking that. I was like, Wolverine's gonna be fine. Right. You know, the other people on the ship not so much. How much would that hurt, man? I mean, he feels the pain. Right, well, that's that's the Wolverine snicked. Cast. Well, at the end of this episode, he says bye to Spidey and jumps off a bridge. <laughs> just like later, I'm out. Yeah, just jumps off anyway. So, Wolverine crash lands the ship. You don't really deal with that part much, you know. It's just Kazar and Spidey are out of the ship. You know, he manages to save the two of them, and Kazar is immediately overwhelmed like a fish out of water in this concrete jungle. Right. He almost gets hit by a truck. Spider-Man has to save him because he's never been in this before. He's like, what the hell? What is going on? <laughs> so Spidey saves him and says, look, try to focus. You know, let's let's track your 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 cat down. <laughs> you know, let's let's find your cat, buddy. And uh, so, you know, Kazar starts to track Zabu. Um, you almost get a sense like they have sort of – you know, some sort of empathic telekinetic bond or telepathic bond, you know, where they know where one another are. And so they they track him to the top of a bridge. And then Kazar throws in, oh, I bet I know why he wants Zabu because of the because of the myth that says if you steal the heart of a saber toothed cat, you'll be immortal forever. And I'm like, oh, that's a hell of a thing just to throw in at the end. <laughs> Don't even remember that. That's funny. And then I was thinking back, you know, and that makes me think, you know, all the time we spent with the little with the little goofs and the little gags and the little T Rex tail, couldn't we have fleshed that out a little bit more, maybe? <laughs> couldn't maybe as responsible storytellers, 
we look at this and say, you know what? Yes, the T-Rex tail cooking is funny. The the skunk, you know, spraying your mouth. Okay, the ha ha. Maybe we could actually explain the ending of our of our tail a little bit better. No, f it. Yeah. We, we want that. We want that lizard tail. Let's get that in there. Bring on the T-Rex tail. That's Brad's favorite part. We can't cut it. <laughs> oh, God. You know, the, the show needs a different editor, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they're, they're about to sacrifice Zabu in this elaborate ceremony. You know, they've got him in a ritual circle and everything. And, yeah. you know, basically Craven's getting ready to stab Zabu in the heart, you know, and the heroes stop him. Uh, Wolverine just Wolverine finally shows up and just tackles Taskmaster, and the two of them go off the bridge into the harbor or the river or whatever, which was awesome. But then Wolverine resurfaces and he's like Taskmaster, so he, Taskmaster got away somehow from the guy who's the best at, at what he does. And Spidey yeah. kicks the crap out of Craven, you know, and um, and then Craven is like. Craven says, "You stopped me from the one thing I wanted the most. Now I, I, I'll, you know, take the one thing you love the most away." And he kicks Zabu off the bridge. Mm-hmm. Kazar jumps after him, you know, like he's going to save him, and I guess they're going to go together. And Spider-Man saves them both. But again, you have Craven throwing out a line. He's like, "That that ritual is only possible at once every thousand years." And I'm like, "Again, something we could have fleshed out better <laughs> earlier in the story." Because it just feels so tacked on at the end and out of place. Right. I'm sure if I'm ten, I don't really give a damn. No. But you know the the adults you know in me who understands good writing and looks for it was like, oh, you know, you had something going with some of these earlier episodes, but this is kind of won- this is this is this kind of wonky. This <laughs> didn't really work well. You know, you yeah, you shifted some priorities in the wrong way, maybe. Uh, anyway. Um, Taskmaster's gone. Uh, they captured Craven, and Spider-Man gives you spiel to Kazar. Hey, stay with me in our concrete jungle, and hey, try, let's let's make a difference. And Kazar's like, you know, you learned my jungle and my ways. And I'm like, no, he didn't. He turned into a half man, half spider, and tried to eat a dinosaur. He didn't learn any damn thing about your ways. He's, he knows nothing of your home other than as giant bugs that he fears. Yeah. And so Kazar's like, I will, I will stay. Zabu and I will stay and, and join your team. So, yeah. uh, pros, it did have some good action. Cons, uh, we did have some annoying Savage Spidey chibi. At one point, the Savage Spidey, you know, half man, half spider um, character actually sees the angel chibi on his shoulder, and it looks exactly like him. And they just kind of grunt at one another. Oh, that was funny, too, I thought. <laughs> Again, funny, yes. <laughs> Out of place. Out of place. Yes. Out of place in, 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 in something like this. Um, and Savage Spidey, I don't know if you noticed it or not, the sounds were there. This is another thing. They edited this out. There were two times in here where it was clear that Savage Spidey was shooting webs out of his ass. <laughs> I did not see that. You hear the sound, which is a... Oh! Like the comical <laughs> like part. And, uh, uh, why did I miss this? After the, he does it during the T Rex fight, you know, for the second time, <coughs> and even Wolverine is like, I, I forgot what he says. But he's like, I didn't need to see that, <laughs> or something like that. But you don't, miss- you don't ever see the web coming out of his ass. It's like they decided, you know what? No, we've got too much class. T- T- TMI. We'll yeah. give you the sound. You're gonna put two and two together. The web fart Spider Man butt. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the uh, 
the thrown-in plot line at the end of, oh yeah, the saber-tooth heart, of course. Uh, C. This this one gets a C for me. C. Yeah. Uh, how many episodes was that? That was five. Five. Go over the grades real quick. Do you have them right in front of you? Let's, <coughs> let's do yeah. A recap. Agent Venom uh, got a got a B plus. Okay. Cloak and Dagger got an A plus. Again, Cloak and Dagger. The one with Doctor Strange, Dormammu, Iron Fist, uh, White Tiger. One of the best episodes of the series. Uh, the next Iron Spider with Amadeus Cho, uh, B. Oh no, I give it. A, uh, I think I give it a B plus. Uh, Vulture F. I, I, I can't give that one enough Fs. <laughs> you know, F to the tenth power on that one. Yeah. And then uh, Savage Spider-Man uh, got a got a C plus. Well, that that uh, an A, two Bs, a C, and an F, right? Kind of all over, right? yeah. Well, you're just so damn negative, George. <laughs> Brad, I, again, I tried. I explained. There's, no, your stuff. You're, like, you're good. There's stuff I can put in a drawer, and there's stuff I can't. I know, I know, I know. It's it's all over the board. Sure. We we cover the gambit. I'm sure, I'll get no. called a hater. <laughs> no. You're fine.